0: Have you noticed that time passes fast when you're doing the things that you love and slow when you're doing the things that you're bored of? If you have, then stick around because in this episode, I'll talk about how, I'll, I'll give you the time management tips that you require, which you can apply instantly after listening to this podcast episode so that you can save your most precious currency, that is time. I mean, this time, I've put up all the sound dampening shit, you know, like I have all the carpets and all the pillows behind the screens which you cannot see, I hope the audio is good, okay guys, I, I, I heard I heard you, you know, it was a bit difficult, you know, like the rains, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy it's not raining now, but it was raining, right, 10 minutes before I recorded, and I swear that the, the rain has some problem with me, it doesn't rain on the days that I'm not recording, and it always rains on the day that I'm recording, again, uh, let's keep this ranting aside, and let's get into this episode that you have come here to hear. Okay, procrastination. You see, the thing is that, like, I have a love-hate relationship with procrastination, right? Now procrastination, I don't have the definition here, but basically it's called a delaying of things, right? Until your uh, deadlines. I suffer from procrastination, wouldn't call it chronic, chronic procrastination, but I i definitely have my fair share of it, right? I, for some for forsaken reason, whenever I have to study, right? Mostly com, uh, it comes down to studies, right? because uh because like it's not like very interesting right personally my opinion because i am interested in my podcast and you know my podcast i work day and night for it i love doing it and i put all my hard work and effort and sweat into it because i love doing it and you guys give me absolute support so i do not procrastinate on my podcast but but, but let's talk about studies here okay because studies is not the same, right? Whether it's your homework, whether it's your examinations, you know, like examinations, right? Examinations is a deadline, right? It gives you the incentive to study. Study as in it, the exam will be taken. So you need to study. If you don't, then like, yeah, you're going to fail, right? So without, so if just somebody tells me, you know, you know, usually what happens? You have your uh, curriculum, right? Academic uh, your months and then after three or three months, you have the exams. So in the middle of the first or second month, how toppers are like they study all throughout the year right so they are prepared for the exam but if you tell me in the beginning of the first and second one to study you know like to start studying i'm like why to study like i don't have the incentive right and and it's not just about the incentive too because you obviously know if when you're in school exams will happen in three monthly or four monthly or whatever that basis is your units and your semesters so the thing is like i always keep my studies to the last minute right no matter what i always keep my studies the last minute and it's like, I try to study. It's not like, no, I have it. I try to study, but I just can't get it in me. Like, I try to open the books. <sighs> I just, I freaking can't study. Is that you? If that's ever been you, drop the podcast or or follow right now. And, and another thing that I've realized is that I get my most productive tasks done when I procrastinate. That is towards the deadline as the deadline approaches, I go super productive, like my willpower hundred, my efficiency hundred. There are some of you I know who, who are on my level. Okay. So, okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, I was watching a video the other day, which I can't remember the name of the YouTuber, but, uh, his video was talking about, uh, a new study, which came out, uh, which uh, talked about procrastination and which broke down the reason behind procrastination. I'll cut you all the bull crap, but just coming straight to the point, what the study said was you procrastinate because there is a negative emotion you associate with that activity. Whether it be boring, whether it be angry, whether it be sadness, whether it be depression, your studies, whichever it is. You uh, associate a negative uh, emotion with it and that is the reason why you procrastinate and you don't do it, right? You don't procrastinate doing the things you love. You love playing games. Do you procrastinate playing games? Do you uh, feel like going out and hanging out with your friends? Do you procrastinate? And that will be your first priority. Why? Because that's what you love. You won't procrastinate that. Okay, let's talk about time passing fast, slow and fast, right? So it's like, I've noticed this several times, right? Uh, my, my family and I go on various trips, right? Uh, road trips to our destinations, right? We use the means of road. So, and we and we tra- travel for long, like hours at a time, like eight hours, 12 hours and all that stuff. So the thing is like, whenever you're traveling to a new destination, the journey also is new, right? The routes are new and all that stuff. So, I've noticed, right, while going to the destination, the roads are, new. So when you're watching it the first time, right, watching it the first time, the journey feels long, like, when are we going to the Road? And you're looking out the window, like, oh, and the scenery is going, and you every single second, like, there's new shops, there's new roads, there's new signs, new buildings, you're experiencing it for the first time, right? So, everything is going slow. And that might have happened to you as well. Now, what will happen next, what I'm about to tell you, is what you will relate with me on. Assume you're coming back from the trip, from the same journey, like the same destination, same route back. Won't, and this happens to me a lot. Like, the time goes twice, if not more faster than that. Like, the going is slower for the first time and the coming is faster always. I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen all this. And, you know, because it's known, it's already happened, things tend to go by faster. So, another, another explanation is... Uh, you know, like doing the things you love, right? And uh, like this PT period, like the games period that we had in our school. If you're the type of person who used to play in the games period, like your football, your cricket, any other sport, you must have noticed time used to go fast. You used to go on the field, used to kick the balls, used to hit the balls. <laughs> so, and then you used to enjoy, right? You used to absolutely enjoy the gaming, uh, the PT period. You used to play with the games, used to have fun, run, jump, shout. You used to absolutely enjoy. But the thing that you always notice was that time... Time passed so fast, dude, so fast. And then uh, compared to if you're those persons, assume one day like you did not get uh, taken onto the football team, right? Because you cannot take every single person, right? So there are some people who don't get the chance. So sometimes it was me. And those days where I wasn't able to get on the football team for that particular PT period, I used to sit aside and I used to just watch the people play. And the time went so slow. It's the same when you're doing something you love. Again, as I said, time passes super fast. But when you're staring at the clock, the time passes so slow. Like I don't understand what's the science behind this. All right. Now let's talk about time passing slow in uh, childhood versus fast in adulthood. Now, the, the the science behind this is, as I said again, it's about the new and seen, right? The uh, when, ch- when you when you're a child. You don't know a lot of things, right? you're still developing, you're still being uh, exposed to new things. So you're learning new words, you're learning new voices, you're learning new, eating new stuff, you're seeing new things. So again, as I said, the first time you view everything, again, time goes like this, right? The way we perceive it differs. So it's not like when you're a child, when you're a small, like a child, time is going slow and you're an adult, like like your life is going super speed. No, that's not the case. The way you perceive it is making you feel that it is going slow or fast, right? Okay, so that being said, so when you're small, uh, everything, uh, you're, you're learning a lot of things, right? There are there is a lot of things you don't know, so again, you perceive time to go slow. Whereas when you're adult, right, you have already learned, you have gone to 10 grades of your school, college, you have already studied so much about this to know, you've known all the slangs, you've eaten lots of food, you've visited the world, you know a lot of culture, so you know a lot of things. There is very little, like, right? there is always a lot of things to study, but there is very little that you go out of your way to study more. We become complacent, so everything becomes the same, right? Your nine to five job, you come back, commute same, commute same, food, your yeah, same relationship, and all this everything the same life over and over again. And as you t- as I told you, the same thing over and over again starts to feel accelerated. Like everything is just being the same. Even even particularly speaking of quarantine, my schedule isn't been that productive. Okay, although I work on my podcast super hard, but it's the same right. I wake up late, I guess. Uh, I have my lunch, then now I have my college lectures as well, my classes. Then I work on my podcast. Then I have to do some studies and homeworks, and then I go to sleep like a bit late because like. I, I do some work. So it's like very same. Like my days have been the same, same, same. I miss going to college. I miss uh, going to classes, like going out of my house and doing other things. Life is going super fast. Like I started this podcast in March and th- I don't know when this episode is coming out. This is coming out in October, November, probably. No, no, it's coming out in October, but I started this podcast in March, right? And time flew by so fast. I think that we have crossed four months at the time of recording. We will cross six months as that's a half year, I think. By the time of this episode getting published, but time passes fast doing things you love. And second, because the days have been the same, the time flew past, uh, flew by faster for me as, as I perceived it to be faster. Okay, now, now some of you must be wondering. Can we make time pass slower? You know, sometimes they're like, oh, I love you. Like when we get into our 20s and 30s, we're like, oh my God, I'm 20 years old. At 30 years old, my life has gone by. Like, what am I going to do? You know, like, like, I haven't no accomplished anything in life and time is going by going by fast, right? Time isn't going to stop. Neither is your age. And you start feeling the panic, your anxiety, your insecurities. Everything is like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? Right? So, in theory, no, you cannot uh, make time Pass slow, right? As I said, because time is going on the same speed, or like whatever it is like. Right? The thing is, although, although that being said, as I said, uh, time going slow is again like your perception of it. And as I said, how do you perceive time to go slow when you do new things? So this is these are the two things you can do, which will help you make your time pass slow. Perceive for you to make your time pass slow. One is trying new things go for new classes, try the new uh, skiing, your scuba diving, your uh, scuba diving, yes, and your skydiving, basically try new activities, whether it be your dancing classes, your singing classes, your anything that is interests you or doesn't even interest you, trust me, when you're trying new things, time passes slow, trust me, and second is start trying to get rid of your fears, like whether it's your skydiving, whether it's insects, whether it's snakes, whether it's heights, whether it's whatever, try to get rid of your fears, right, now now see uh, you know how long it feels right just think uh, you're deathly afraid of cockroaches right and you're in that room and the cockroaches is right in front of you on the floor especially girls are uh, dude they give that nice squeaking reaction like they jump right so just assume for us the time will pass slowly but for the person who is afraid of that cockroach just staring at it, every single uh, step of that cockroach moving the time passes so slow for the person right when you're afraid so again when you're afraid of the, uh, of your the fears and you're trying to get rid of them, time passes slow, trust me. So that's again one thing that you can try. Okay, now let's get into the time management tips that you've come here for. I'll give a general explanation of the tips, then share my personal life experiences, explaining how I use them. First, use a to-do list, but don't abandon tasks. Now, we we make to-do lists, right? Some of us do, most of you all just go about your day, accomplishing things randomly. But for the people or some of us who are organized, we like to write things down, right? We like to write things down, right? How many times have we received homeworks, assignments and test dates, but you're like, I'll prepare for them, chill, you know? And then you keep them in your mind and then you procrastinate it, right? Also, and the thing is like, when you keep all of these things in your mind, your mind gets overwhelmed, right? Oh, there are so many stuffs stuff in your mind. You know, like so many tasks, so many responsibilities, so many deadlines arising. There's just so much thing on your uh, in your mind at any given moment. So you get overwhelmed because it seems so big in the mind. Only if you write it down on a piece of paper, you know, like only if you write it down on a piece of paper, would you be able to clearly see them individually and then you could basically get them sorted. And then your anxiety would go right. Because when your mind is there, unless you have God-level imagination power, it's very difficult for you to just imagine everything in your mind. When they're written down directly, you can see, okay, this activity, this activity, this activity. You can see exactly what you have. And then you can go about, okay. I want to do this first. And you know, like if you're writing on a digital to do list, like a Google notes or any other note taking app, you can move things around, right? So you can move the most top priority tasks on the top and do them individually, right? While writing, write them randomly, everything in your head, just to not miss anything. Then uh, arrange them accordingly to the top priority to the least priority. Okay, let's talk about my example of how I use them. See, as a podcaster, I have a lot of tasks, right? Some of them are Recording a podcast, scripting the podcast, editing the podcast, publishing the podcast, managing social media channels, posting for social media channels, and the list goes on and on, right? When you're a content creator, there's a lot when it comes uh, with, uh, you know, like uh, content creation and then publishing and building a community and and interacting with them. So I have a lot of tasks and a lot of them need to be sorted. So to-do lists are best for them. Just keeping them in the mind is useless. It leads to unnecessary stress and anxiety. Jotting them down uh, jotting them down or using a virtual to-do list helps to see it clearly and effectively. Now you can see and tackle each individual task and in order of the importance, right? Uh, example, uh, I have my Instagram, Facebook, uh, Facebook group, Snapchat, Twitter, subreddit, discord server. And I know it sounds like a lot of platforms, but trust me it is. And I have to manage all of them, right? I have to, as in like, see the thing is like, some people use Facebook, some people don't use Instagram and some people use Instagram, some people don't use Facebook, right? So the audience is always scattered. That doesn't mean that you just neglect them, right? Just because I'm not on like my fans are on Twitter or some people use Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. I don't don't want them to be missing out, right? I will have an account. I will post my updates there, my links there update them. You know, I don't want anybody of you guys missing out on any of this stuff. So to-do list definitely help me uh you know produce for which platform is required right if there if it wasn't for to-do list i would be like panic attack, like so hard i wouldn't know like when do i have to post my subreddit what questions do i have to ask on my discord so when do i post a picture of me on my instagram and i would just go bonkers you know like this is so much you know, like uh, you on a regular day, you don't post a lot of stuff, right? All you're doing is just opening your day and, you know, content consumption. You're a consumption type. Usually you don't post, so you, there was no idea, like w- what it goes in the mind of a person who's actually posting and managing all this stuff to plan ahead and use an online calendar, just working on a day-to-day basis. That is like everything on your mind. And it's you know, like, I do this today that do tomorrow. And like this all I have to do for today and see, see, it isn't very effective working on a day-to-day basis. Having long-term goals, even regardless, regardless of studies, is very important. Knowing that the semesters are coming, so planning in advance how to cover the portion and planning it accordingly helps a bunch. Helps a bunch to cover it effectively. We both know how good and uh, good you and I are at opening and mugging up the uh, the portion at the end. You know, like one day before the examination. So, okay. So so you get my point. Let me talk about myself for a minute now. Again, I've told you guys plenty of times that I pre-record my episodes in bunch. You know, like I like to uh, do that because it's very convenient for me and my type of work. So if you have followed me on Instagram, which I'm pretty sure most of you have, but if you haven't, links in the uh, uh, description below. I post on my stories a lot, and I uh, have shown my calendar. Right? It's right. It's there. Yeah, it's there. (laughs) You can't see that. But so I have, I show my calendar to my followers, and sometimes, and it's all, and, and my entire schedule is on my calendar, right? I show the dates of what, app, what what days I'm recording, what days which episode is getting released. So everything is organized. So I know two months in advance which episode, which season I'll be working on, and etc. That's just for me. Some, if you're a daily news channel, or your weekly news channel, or a podcast, uh, or like a, a different type of stuff, wherein you're more into covering daily news topics, you cannot record pre-record episodes in advance because. You won't be able to cover the latest topics like your YouTube controversies, your technological advancements, your political reforms. You won't be able to cover them if you're recording months in advance because you don't know what will come. So for that, you have to record uh, on weekly basis, like for that week, for that week, for that week, or day to day if you're a regular one. Okay, okay. So my content isn't time-based as I just said. It's and it's story-oriented, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't harm me if I've been producing a year's worth of content in advance. It's all the more convenient knowing that I have 3 months of episodes uh, pre-recorded and scheduled at any given point. And they'll release as per schedule and I can take a break anytime I want so that you can enjoy the episodes as usual. Yes, I've always liked, uh, I always like... I See, I love making episodes, right? But there is a, a thing that uh, m- most of you are unaware of, but co- creators know, is burnout. Burnout is when you work too hard for uh, extended periods of time. And you just give it too much of your productivity and concentration. And you don't take frequent breaks or uh, breaks in general. That leads to burnout. Burnout is you're tired, you're just fed up of this stuff and you just can't do anymore. Your body has given up. Not dead, it's just exhaustion, extreme exhaustion. The exhaustion definitely piles up. If you're having sleepless nights and all, you're working like, too much, right? So that's, that's burnout, right? So I don't want to burn out. That's why I record everything in advance. I give myself plenty of time. I'm not rushing anything. I'm giving plenty of time to each and every episode, doing enough research. I'm asking a lot of my fans the relatable stories, what the questions, and yeah, I'm taking plenty of time and giving every single, every single thing the quality I have in these episodes for you guys. But it's just convenient for me. So now, just in case I have my exams, I'm going on a vacation. Something happens, like uh, so, anything happens, right? any anything can happen any other day. So I'm free. Like I, I don't want to keep guys. I don't want to keep you guys hanging. The reason why I failed uh, is two. One, I. Uh, The previous time when I was uh, when I did a YouTube channel or I had a podcast, I failed because I was I wasn't like I was producing like randomly, right? I didn't have a given upload schedule. I upload one week, I upload another. Like whenever I felt like it, I I didn't have a schedule. Now I do. And secondly, the thing you need to know as a content creator is that consistency triumphs, right? If you are not consistent, you consistent you will not grow. It may take me years years to grow my YouTube channel, and I'm patient. But I know something that will help me expedite the process or basically accelerate the process is being consistent. The YouTube algorithm also promotes your videos if you're being consistent. It thinks of the, your channel as okay, he's producing every single Sunday at that time and so he's very consistent. He's not like uh, the random channel which has been started just to post one video and go, right. YouTube wants consistency. So if it knows if it promotes my videos, it knows that it, I will keep on uploading. So it knows that it can uh, keep getting viewers and for YouTube, it doesn't matter. It's an advertisement platform, video platform, but it benefits from advertisements. So that makes sense. I'm getting too much into the business stuff, but I hope you're getting my point. Uh, okay. Three, change your schedule. I'm going to say most of us have shitty schedules right off the bat. And even some of us don't have schedules, as I said, we just randomly go about doing anything we like. So, no wonder you're wasting time. Most of you are spending huge chunks of your time binging Netflix, playing mobile games, or spending hours on social media. No wonder you're here to know how you can stop it. Again, again, if you're a a member of the Relatable Story Squad, yeah, you're not here for that, I know. You just come here to support me. But for the new ones here, I hope you're taking notes right here. I want you to use these steps no wonder you'll never be as successful as me okay so i i will have i think if i'm not lazy i will have the time timestamps in the description for the entire podcast but i don't know why i've been telling that now half throughout the podcast but hey who knows like you don't want to listen what i have to say further and get straight through the three fourth part of the podcast if you still can who knows i, I don't know whether i'm going to keep the timestamps or not okay so you're binging games uh binging games, browsing social media, etc. Good. So you have to change the schedule, as I said. First you have to identify the problem. As I just said, it's Netflix, your mobile games, and social media. Good, you have identified. That's step one. Now, these are the distractions. Two, don't tell me that doing these activities isn't in your schedule, right? If you're doing it every day subconsciously for huge parts of a day, parts of your day, then I you bet it's part of your schedule. Now remove them from your schedule, like plop it off, and replace them with the necessary tasks. Sounds simple, right? See. <laughs> Did you hear what Rylan said just now? As if I didn't know that. Dumb guy. <laughs> okay, are you done complaining right now? You pathetic person. Listen to me. Delete Netflix, social media or mobile games from, the, from your phone for that matter. If you don't have self-control. Because if you can't, then you're simply a failure. I'll repeat that. You're simply a failure. Because you're prioritizing games and social media over your important stuff. Rylan thinks I haven't tried. Huh. <sighs> How can I tell you guys, how can I tell you guys? Did you finish complaining? Well, I know you have tried and failed. So have I and so have millions of others, okay? Have you tried again? Have you tried again? Have you? Probably yes, but you have given up again. I want you to never stop trying, never stop trying, never stop trying until you succeed. How do you expect to succeed on the first, second or third try? Even uh, one of these people, successful people, do you think like they just got it like luck was on their side? and Luck was there, right? Some part of it was there. That is the reason they blew up out of the billions and the hard work and all. But yes. But did that mean that they get it on first try? They tried, constantly kept trying and once, lucky time, again it's all random and a game of probability. You will never know. You have to hit the lucky number. And you will never know what that lucky number is. You just have to keep trying. Luck will be on your side on that one random number when you are just about to give up and bam, you will succeed. I never want you to give up and I want you to be strong willed and never stop trying giving up. See, and that's why you didn't succeed because you stopped giving up. Because you gave up, my bad. I don't care how many tries it takes you, but I don't want you to stop trying and one day you will succeed. Okay. And so will I. It's only a matter of tries until you become self-disciplined and you get your priorities straight. Number four, stop being perfect. See, raise your hand if if you're a perfectionist. I see a lot of hands Okay, okay, fair enough. See, wow, I didn't know there were so many of you. Anyways, listen to me. I know that uh, you, uh, I know what beats perfectionism, okay? And you want to know the secret? I bet you do. It's called progress. You don't need to be perfect as long as you're progressing. I follow this mantra. What's up with that accent? <laughs> I follow this mantra, and you, you should too. It's called progress, not perfection. If you stop being perfect and focus on just improving even one percent, that's enough. I mean, just one percent better than the person you were yesterday or your career or your podcast or your YouTube channel or your videos or your social media, one percent better than that, those things you were yesterday. That's enough. I mean, it's honestly enough. That's one person, that one person stacks up to in hundred days, will be hundred percent better than the days before. Example, take my podcast, for example, right? I, uh, for my podcast, I follow the same mantra. I started and I kept going. I didn't form, focus on being perfect. I just uh, started, I put the, put the, I put, uh, put my microphone here, put the cable in the phone and started speaking. Mm-hmm. Sp- spoke into the camera, spoke into the microphone and it was getting recorded in the phone and I just began. And over the along the way, I decided, I figured out a lot of things, the sound dampening, the sh- this shit nonsense. And then how to speak The at least was again, come from you guys. You will never understand, Like you are only limited to yourself, you just need to keep producing and producing and keep going on and people will give you feedback if you ask them politely and value them. I am still very grateful to every single one of you uh, who have been giving me feedback and I honestly appreciate it and I would love to get more feedback from you I am always open to again making this the best podcast that ever is and ever was. Okay, so I, I absolutely love making this podcast as you can see. I'm very energetic, which you can definitely see. That is the reason why I started the video podcast. I feel like that uh, my podcast is here. I wanted to take it to a next step. Like how do I innovate? How do I make it better? Why not make it a video podcast, right? See, if you don't like watching the video podcast and you still feel like, I just, I just, it's not worth it. Like just Rylan moving hands around is not worth it for me. It's fine. The audio podcast was there, is there and always will be there. But for those of you who like me just moving around, you know, like moving my hands around like an octopus, the video podcast is always there. Again, I'm catering to every single part of my audience. Plus this is like killing two birds with one stone, right? All I have to do is record this video and then extract the audio and put it right there, right? Anyways, i'm getting off tangent but i didn't focus on being perfect and i just focused on making the next episode one better than i was yesterday and if you notice the first episode which is not on my youtube channel you'll have to go to my audio version and listen to it i was reading of a book literally a book like i was scripting a word for word and i used to read a book and then i used to like turn pages and people are highlighting like bro i can hear the page turning so it was pathetic now obviously i have the documents and I have pointers to guide me through Than just reading like a word for word. that is exactly what i'm talking about if i wouldn't have started that i wouldn't have been here it's all about starting and improving along the way that is how much i've improved four months uh, that's 30 into four that's 120 days approximately 120 to 124 days so I'm already 124% better. Some days I even felt very ambitious. I'm like, I want to do more. I want to do more. So I just kept going. See, you just see. Because like you're like, how do I get so much better? You saw so many trips on YouTube, so many tricks on YouTube and you want to become better. I get it. But sometimes trying to become too much better all at once and in a short period of time isn't uh, everybody's cup of tea and isn't viable. So, keeping expectations realistic is what's important. For me, back then, I was doing so many things wrong, like reading from a book, stupid microphone, no sound dampening, not using the WAP format that is the highest, good and most audio quality format, etc, etc. There were so many things I could improve on. So, I could just pick 1% person and focus on one thing and then I could, you know, like, get that 1% done. And then, okay, I got the sound dampening done. I got this uh, proper, this um, uh, Rylian release done. I got the video podcast done. I covered 1%. person. And sometimes when you start accomplishing the little tasks, you get very motivated to do more. right? You like, I, you won't be like, I just got 1% and I am done. No, when you do that, you will feel a sense of accomplishment. And when you feel the sense of accomplishment, you will be like, I want to do more. I want to do more and you won't stop. You just need to do that 1%. So then follow the 1%, right? Just try to be 1% better than the person you were yesterday. Whether it be upgrading your podcast, your YouTube channel, your social media or the person you are itself. You can be better than 1%. You could stop lying. You could start taking uh, less people for granted. You could stop making mistakes. Uh, the, the list could go on and on. Just trying to focus on one thing and get better at it. Don't try to become a saint like the next day. Like, okay, now I'm going to become Buddha. I'm going to start, I'm going to start meditating. I'm just going to be truthful. No, you can't take such a drastic change like from you're making so many sins. lines, doing alcohol, addiction, drugs, etc. And you, you can't go into this. You need to take small steps. And that's what I'm talking about is the 1% rule. Okay, I'm basically like, off script on every single thing. Uh, so I won't be... Uh, uh, reading anything uh, for a long time now. Like I'm recording this podcast. <laughs> so I, record, I I want to record this podcast in 1080p 30fps but the, it just uh, friggin puts the crop in such a way that the table isn't coming in. So I have to record in 1080p 60fps which is good again the higher the better just for you guys. The problem is the file I think the um, limit on the foam the phone is 30 minutes, and anything else, it will continue recording, but as a separate file. So it's not too much for me i have to just merge the files. I friggin took these two files, the 30 minute almost three gigabytes, right? And I put them in the uh, my editor. I'm using Kind Master right now. I'll definitely upgrade if you keep supporting me to a better professional one. But yeah I put them in Kind Master, like a mobile editor, a mobile editing app. And then I put the fade in, like right? just the fade in. If you have noticed, the if you have heard, uh, watched the previous episode, you know the fade in fade out and I just cut some, uh, some shit in the middle, right? And me coming to close that and going to close, sit here, that extra parts. I just did that. I just did that and I exported it in 1080p, 60fps. The file, and I put the bitrate to high, right? For, I'm not going to explain what bitrate is because if you're a video nerd, you already know. But the file went from three GB to eight gigabytes. 8 gigabytes and, I have, and my phone is like blasting because my, I have only this uh, stupid 64 gigabytes of uh, storage in my phone. So the initial files plus the export files, my phone is blasting. And you have no idea how much time it took me to upload the 8 gigabyte file off to YouTube. So you be better thankful that I'm giving you 1080p 60fps. Okay, okay. Now let's stop ranting. Okay, The podcast drop off is pretty high so you might have already left if you're not left. But if you're here, you're definitely enjoying the episode. Let's talk about number 5. That is just say no. See, you now we all suck at saying no and end up messing up our priorities, right? Some of us are nice guys and some of us are nice girls, right? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. We try to please people and we just can't muster up the courage to say no, like no, like no. So and it's like the we let procrastination get the best of us. Whether it be hanging out with our friends, watching one more episode, or playing one more match in our favorite mobile game, we just can't say no. We just have to play that one more match. So that's the problem okay that's the problem i can't help much except tell you to tell others no when needed then blindly saying yes to everyone at the cost of your work piling up example i have this amazing female best friend i love talking to her a lot and we talk to i almost talk to her every single day like whenever i'm free after my, i've done my work right so the thing is I love talking to her and we just love talking. We like click and all that stuff. We have so many things in common and like we talk right. It's like a regular thing. And like I really like love talking to her right. We definitely enjoy talking like that's what best friends do right. And uh, so the thing is like some days, some days I have to tell her no. Like she uh, initiates the conversation sometimes and I have to like uh, straight up say no. It's very, it's very difficult for me to like not read the message or ignore, Right? I don't like to respect the person. I have to acknowledge the person and say a reason, right? give a reason like no I'm busy or no or yes etc etc. I don't like to leave the person hanging because you know if you're a texter and when you send the message and the other person leaves you on read or doesn't read the message or re- leaves you on read and or doesn't read the message, you you are freaking overthinking manager like oh, why didn't this guy read, oh, why is he not responding. This nonsense. I don't want another person to go through this, especially if it's a girl and all that stuff. So you just, how much effort is it taking you to give it a yes or no or a reason for either? So I tell her, no, I have some work and I tell her. And some days I have to work on my podcast for my scripting. So I always love talking to her. I have to get my priority straight. Is talking to my female best friend greater than you, the relatable story squad making episodes for you? Absolutely not. I love making the podcast and I will keep this as my biggest priority. And that's why you have to find out your biggest priority and say no, Mike, on my mic. And you have to say no to everything else. Okay. Yeah. So I say no to her and she absolutely respects me for it. Okay. Now you have to identify the person. If some per- When you say no to the person just to, for, to get your priority straight, some people may not like you for it. And they are absolutely unreasonable. They are, un, you know, like close-minded. They are not, they, are, they don't understand your situation. They feel like uh, very selfish and they think my priority is the biggest. People should be catering to me. I don't understand how they are, he or she is not able to give their time to me. You don't want to stay with these people who are very inconsiderate. If you say no, as I said to her and she respects you, as, you say, as she says, like, okay, I understand you're busy and we can talk later. This is the type of person you want to be with and try to find these type of people. Um, Okay, just skip all of that. I mean, who cares? Okay. 6. instill Keystone Habits. What's Keystone Habits? According to Dohik, Keystone Habits are small changes or habits that people introduce into their routines that unintentionally carry over to uh, into other aspects of their lives. Keystone Habits create a domino effect that changes every area of your life. Okay. Now most popular uh, Keystone Habit is working out. Working out exercising. Okay. As most of you probably know it. Now. The thing is, okay, let's assume you start working out, right? And you're serious. Yeah, I'm not talking about you. You're going uh, gym for like once a month, you're paying for the year and you're going once a month and you just stop with, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the person you right there, uh, who goes almost like on a regular basis, wh- whatever it may be like you're twice a week, thrice a week or whatever that routine is. You go regularly. I'm talking to you, you know, that you used to eat a shitty diet and you know, you had a bad shape, but you started going regu- regularly to the gym now. Because you went regularly to the gym, you know, you were seeing improvements, right? You're losing fat or you're building muscle, whichever the case be. Now you realize like, okay, great. I have my life set together. I'm on a, I'm on a great path. I'm on a great journey. This will lead to a great outcome if I continue it, right? Now what happens? This keystone habit that is your working out, your exercising will carry on to your diet, your nutrition, your food eating habits. You know, if you're losing weight or building muscle, you need to have your diet, you know, you know, Prioritize accordingly. You cannot eat your junk food all the time or you cannot eat less protein or you cannot eat too much of fats. You know. So what will you do with whether you are losing weight or building muscle? You will alter your diet. So your exercising made you, uh, you know, like change your diet for the better. You obviously aren't going to go to the gym, you know, like or do such a heavy workout for losing fat or building muscle, and you're not going to have junk food because you know how much effort it took you in the gym to, uh, you know, move those machines. You're definitely not going to waste them by putting junk in your mouth. So that caused this, and again, that's a Keystone habit. Your exercising helped you improve your diet. So instill a Keystone habit, whether it be exercising, whether it be reading, whether it be meditation. Whether it be cold showers, whether it be reading, journaling, whatever it may be. instill a keystone habit and like as I said, it will open up to other habits. You don't need to, you don't need to, uh, you know, like get up in the morning, have to take cold showers, have to meditate, have to do journaling, have to run 5 kilometers, have to go to the gym. No, 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 you cannot do all of this at once. You don't have the willpower. Pick one, stick to it and it will branch out. That's all I have to say. Seventh, find inspiration. See, inspiration is a tricky thing, you know. Uh, in the beginning of any activity, we are super energetic. Oh, I want to walk out. Oh, I want to eat healthy. We are super energetic, right? But the thing is, in a week or a month, that that inspiration, that exciteness, excitement, where does it go? It freaking vanishes. I, I can't search my inspiration, my motivation. Where the hell is it? I'm not motivated. That's not how it works. Okay, let me explain. See, example, when it came for me to walking out, I was always excited at the beginning, but that wore off eventually. So I know I needed to maintain that. So what should I do? See, I, you have to realize your source of inspiration and use that to your advantage. Let me explain. When, a, See, why, how did I get into working Get into working out? Like, there's no, you don't just get up all of a sudden unless you're obese or like you're getting fat to decide like I want to uh, take care of my life, my weight and I want to be, live a healthy life, right? So there is something that always triggers that. For me, I, when I'm watching YouTube, I come across these videos of uh, teenagers and youth like me who are very skinny. Right, my, my uh, body frame right who are skinny but they have time lapses of their one years of progress they all of a sudden like in their life decide to make a change decide to take a stand and they exercise for one or two years in a row like uh, consistently and then they show their progress like time lapses like one year before they were skinny but because of the one years worth of hard work progress discipline they show how they build muscle, that it's not even impossible for a thin person like me to put on muscle. I look at them, right? You cannot always compare your, to your Zac Efron, your Hrithik Roshan. You cannot look at them. You have to look at some people who are very close to you. So looking at these regular people on YouTube, on the internet, who are thin as me, but who decide to take a stand for it and put their willpower, effort, dedication into it, and they show they can do it. I get the motivation. If they can do it, why can't I? And that's exactly why I started going into the workout. But obviously, as we know, Motivation and inspiration and willpower is a scarce resource. It's not infinite, but you can recharge it. Remember, it's this much, right? You cannot. It's not infinite, so it's it's going to be here, right? Uh, when you're uh, starting an activity, but it starts depleting. You definitely it's not infinite. That's why it depletes, but you can recharge it, right? Recharge it. Now that's where we when we are looking for motivation, when we are lack. When we are lacking, we are, you know, like we are. Enla- <laughs> so we need that. We are lacking motivation. Now, how do you recharge that? As I said, you need to find that. So, what do I do in that case? I, I turn on YouTube and I watch another person, the same thin guy, who's again showing his effort, pushing over one year's time lapse and his progress. Like a Mario, Mario uh, growth sound. So, like, and yeah, I recharge my bar. I look at him. I feel energetic. And bam, I get to the flow with my push ups or my workout regimen. So that is why, I found out what works for me, what inspires me and I know exactly what I need. Instead of, see, if I hadn't found what inspires me and I wouldn't, wouldn't have watched it, that, this is what I would happen, right? I watched it once I'm energetic, exercise for a week, tops a month, and I'm, uh, I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling like working out today, I'm, 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 I'm listen to me, right, I'm not feeling like working out today, like, I'll go later, procrastinate, uh, uh, and this keeps going, right? And if I don't recharge this, right, and if I don't watch, see, for some people it comes down to plain willpower, right, just must up the courage and do it. For, for me, watching videos helps, right, my source of inspiration. So if I wouldn't watch that video, I'll procrastinate and I'll forget it, right, and I'll just stop this habit completely and I will feel guilty for not living up to me, not living up to my expectations, my self-esteem, my self-worth will go down and I'll be my own self-worth critic and then I'll judge myself. This bullshit, all of this, all of this nonsense, why, why do you have to take this in the first place? Just take the moment to find out what inspires you and make sure you have an abundance of it. So that whenever you're feeling low, just give yourself that boost and bam, you're on track. Make sure you try that and let me know if that works for you as well. (coughs) Um, Okay. I think this will be the last step if I'm correct. Okay. Yes. This is the last step. Okay. Batch similar tasks together. Most of us have similar tasks and a lot of it, right? Uh, Whether it be college or school, there's always something to write in a notebook that requires to copy-paste and no creative effort. So instead of just piling it up, like your teachers keep telling you, right, copy these answers in a notebook, solve these sums and all that stuff. Some of them are like uh, like copy-pasting, right, like write these answers from your textbook, what do you have to do? Copy that from there and write it down, right. You just have to write. That's, you know, like, there's nothing to be creative, right, you don't have to study, you don't have to learn, there's nothing black, right. So instead of piling it up, yeah, I'll write them together in the late. Instead of that, Take all the tasks you have, put on your music headphones, put on your favorite music playlist and then start writing them together in batch and finish it off. I know you can definitely read while writing and learn while writing but we both know how much good you are at studies and how much you would want to. So, for so for the sake of beginning, for now, just put on your music if you are in school or college or whatever you have. Take your writing work and all these similar tasks, right? put it non-creative tasks and start copy-pasting. Again, once you get into the habit of copy pasting, you can try removing these earphones from your ears and start reading. That will help you rather than like, you know, like you wrote the entire answer and your chapters worth of stuff. And then when you have to learn it two months later for the exam, you're like, I wish I would have read. Now I'm doing your like your double work. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> That's uh, exactly what I have. Okay. Let's stop on my example quickly. I have made a pre-recorded intro and outro for my podcast so that I don't have to do much stuff, right? It's uh, uh, it's ironic because in, in at the end of the huge rant in my episode season two episode two, I was telling you how repetitive it was getting, you know, like to record an intro, record an outro just to tell you guys again and again, so, and then it's ironic. That, it was, it's just, that was required. Nothing else. I just randomly spoke that. And from season two, episode three, I decided I'm going to put a pre-recorded intro and an outro. If you've been listening to my podcast on YouTube, the earlier episodes or on my audio platform, uh, the intro and outro still exist, right? The, for the brand. So that it just makes it convenient. But on YouTube, I'm not doing that. I have fudge. I wanted to tell you guys to subscribe in the beginning of this episode. No, that was in the I had script. But okay, whatever. Uh... I mean, maybe it's too late. Who knows? Again, if you're new here and you're absolutely loving this podcast episode, consider subscribing to this channel. I post every Sunday new episodes. I post relatable stories. So you can be assured that if you're clicking on this episode, you will absolutely enjoy every single second of it. Again, so if you enjoy, consider subscribing. Okay, so I uh, put this stuff, right? So I don't need to record 10,000 10, times when in intro order. I just record them once, just slap them in there and it's done. So I batch process everything. Uh, uh, see, I just slap them. Even the thumbnails, I just have to change the season number, episode number, like the YouTube ones, and I just put a stock image behind them which is related to the episode. And I just do them like I have, I have episodes, uh, thumbnails of episodes created to season 3. Easy peasy, I'm just like batch process them. All I have to do is create the thumbnail related to the topic, it's not that much of an effort. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, so the thing is, uh, even the episodes right i i i you can make dummy episodes on anchor right for my as i do for my podcast and keep the titles keep the uh, intro outro and all your monetization everything set up so i have kept everything up till season 3 ready all i have to do is record my episode and put slap the audio in there that's easy so everything is done i don't have to constantly write titles schedule my episodes it's all scheduled and i'm recording according to the schedule to slap in there so that they release on time so everything batch similar task my every single time go into put an intro put an outro schedule it, write the title make the thumbnail I can just sit one day, one hour of my weekend or day, and just spam the module like, you know, like blast them out. Okay, I chose these tips over others because I follow each and every single one of them, and they have they have proven beneficial to me as I've, as you have heard through these examples. Now let's get into the question of this episode. Hey, Rylan, what is the aim of your podcast? Okay. The aim of this podcast such a beautiful question and i feel like uh, every single person who's listening to this podcast needs to know this it's not just me right in inverted commas that feeling that's exactly what i'm trying to cover if you have been listening to this podcast since a long time you might have noticed i always have an unpopular opinion and i'm trying to cover the minority and i'm not intentionally trying to cover it's just that i'm unique and I always have been or have a different opinion compared to the masses. As I told you, I just strive to be different. I just don't like following the crowd. And I'm happy having an unpopular opinion. And I help people. Like, it's not just me, right? The people who feel that way. I help them give a sense of belonging. There is a reason why these people come to my episodes. For these people, it may, it may not be the masses, right? There might be only 10% who are relating with me. But they, at least they, I'm feeling a...